Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The election, of course, is the top story. What's happening with GDP in the markets right now? Dow is up over 350. NASDAQ is down 115. A story. But we have a congressional candidate who had her military records leaked. Not a story. That simply will not do. It cannot pass. The failures of media... In my beloved Indiana, nationwide on this subject, it's not shocking and stunning. It's disgusting and it's wrong. And people need to be called out by name. I will agree. I don't cover every story that's out there. As a matter of fact, I would argue that the real reason I get paid is not because of what I talk about, because of what I don't talk about. Knowing the stories and how to engage the conversations with you that best serves you. Which is why I believe we have the response that we do. We have the sponsorship that we do. The growth that we have. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. That is the number. 833-GOT-TONY. Call in. Feel free. Would love to talk to you. That doesn't mean I always hit it. It means that what I'm paid to do is be right a vast majority of the time. I did a talk down in Brown County, Indiana. Gorgeous, gorgeous spot, especially in the fall. Brown County is, is fantastic. And it was, it was a conversation about the disgust that so many of us have with what we're seeing in, in the politics, in, in, in the society, that this isn't a question of normal or not normal. It is a recognition that... You know, when you, there are times where you just turn off the news, like, I'm done. I cannot watch any more of this crazy. This is madness. And and it's imperative for people to know that they're they're not alone in that. There's a lot of just, oh, this is sick. And and, and it's true. It's, it, it's sick. And I, I went through this litany of things, and someone afterwards said, why didn't you talk about election integrity? That's everything. She wasn't wrong. I never got to, I mean, I did tell her there, you, you brought up a solid point, but I never got to say it on air. She wasn't wrong. Election integrity is extremely important. What is the value of all the things we talk about if your vote won't count? You know, we look at Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is already saying it will take days to figure out what the election results will be. This according to the Secretary of the Commonwealth. What do you mean this is going to take days to figure out? Well, you got the mail-in votes and you got you can't count this until that's done. You hit this time frame. So it's going to be hard to estimate. This according to Lee Chapman. Who is Lee Chapman? Acting Secretary of the Commonwealth. Refers to themselves as a voting rights activist. What could go wrong? What possibly could go wrong with a voting rights activist telling you it could take days to figure out the vote in Pennsylvania where you only have a Republican seat that's up for grabs in the Senate. Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. Right? Just nothing. 
except uh, a lot of something. A tremendous amount of something. I argue uh, that the Republican Party should already be suing. There should already be lawsuits preemptively. Well, what? Well, you can't really sue until you know there's a problem. No, 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 no. There already is a problem. It's Pennsylvania. There was a problem in 2020. Those, those votes, those, that electoral college vote never should have been certified. I've said it. This is not shocking or new. The judiciary usurped the legislative, changed the rules. They're not allowed to do that. The whole thing should not have been counted. Now, it wouldn't have changed the presidential election results. There were still enough electoral votes for Joe Biden to be president of the United States. But the judiciary has to stop thinking itself as special. There's a job for the judiciary. Usurping the legislative branch? No, no, no. Legislators should tell the the judges to kiss off. Pennsylvania, it was wrong to certify that vote total. I'm just very, very, very clear uh, about that. It's it's important to note and important uh, to, to, to remember. These election stories, these things with the election, of, of course, matter and, and, and matter greatly. Election integrity, as I was discussing, matters. But it isn't the only thing that I discuss. Her point was solid, though. And I don't get to every story. And it doesn't mean that every reporter within the sound of my voice is going to be able to report on every story. But when a congressional candidate has her military records leaked by the Air Force, you would think that's a story. And when those military records ended up in the hands of a so-called reporter by the name of Adam Wren, who lives in the Indianapolis area, writes for Politico, and writes a story about the candidate, Jennifer Ruth Green, and includes the fact that her records show that she has an allegation of being sexually assaulted, and he puts that in the article... And then he and Politico, I should say Politico, although I I do question whether he ever made this claim, said, what, we didn't get this stuff in properly. Uh, It was a simple FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act request. Well, it wasn't a FOIA request because the information was leaked by the Air Force and the Air Force takes full responsibility. Quote, the Air Force completed its preliminary investigation and is currently investigating whether the leaker had a political or financial motive. Whether the leaker acted alone and if the Air Force needs to strengthen its policies related to its handling of confidential records. That's actually from Congressman Larry Bouchon of Indiana and Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana. Where they show and share that the Air Force took full responsibility for improperly releasing Lieutenant Colonel Green's confidential personal records to an opposition research firm just weeks before the midterm election. She is running against Congressman Frank Mervan, a Democrat. What did he know and when did he know it? That's a good question for some reporters to be asking. If her records went to an opposition research firm, did Frank Levan have anything to do with it? And if you say to me, how dare you say that? Well, it seems to me Hillary Clinton had a lot to do with things that went from an opposition research firm or to an opposition research firm. So it's not out of the realm of possibility.
How did they end up with Politico and in the hands of this so-called reporter, Adam Wren, who is not interested in reporting? He's interested in political objectives. That's obvious based on the things that he writes about. He made his bones being the guy in Indiana who beat everybody to the Judge beat. He was the first guy talking about Pete Judge. Gotta, gotta respect the hustle. But he has never, ever found anything wrong with Pete Buttigieg. Oh, look at me, I'm riding my bike to work. Pete Buttigieg doesn't ride his bike to work. The, the Secret Service drives him to a point and then he pulls his bike out of the back and then, and then he goes the rest of the way. That had him. That happened. So we're clear. That happened. No, 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 we're not going to write about that. Hit pieces on Mitch Daniels, the former governor of Indiana, the current and outcoming, outgoing president of Purdue University. Hit, I call them hit pieces. Never mind any level of interaction we've had on social media. We haven't had for years because I simply avoid the dude because he's toxic. He's ugly. It's one thing to not like a person's politics. My gosh, that, that, that happens. We're talking ugly. Gross. And just smug as a mother. Which is really unnecessary. And then he writes this. Writes about a sexual assault. There was no need for that in the article. There was actually no need in the, for the article. Unless, of course, you take a look at his history and you're like, oh, he wanted a hit piece with Politico. Because that's what it smacked of. That was the only reason for it. How did he get the information? Something that he should have to answer for and something Politico should have to answer for. Tony, you think a reporter has to reveal their sources? We know that the Air Force leaked it. And they said to us, FOIA request. Since we know there was a leak and therefore there was no conversation about FOIA request, we can just put aside this idea of a reporter gets to safeguard their sources. Politico as a whole, I'm supposed to listen to these people. I'm supposed to trust these people. People are going to tell me how I got to pay attention day in and day out to the Politico playbook. It's so important. Look at them. Look at what they've done. The malpractice, the malfeasance. It should enrage reporters in Indiana and across the country. Yet in the state of Indiana... You don't see nothing on this subject. Dan Cardin, writing at the NWI Times, NWI.com, Northwest Indiana. Green's baseless accusation unleashes social media firestorm against Mervan family. Back to October 11th, updated on October 18th, he's covering for Frank Mervan. It wasn't baseless. It was indeed an accusation. Maybe if you had done some reporting, some investigating, you would have found what it is that Congressman Bouchon and Congressman Banks found, that the Air Force leaked the information to an opposition research firm, which clearly gave the information or somehow got the information to Adam Wren and Politico. So the question before us is, what now, Dan Cardin? Do you now go back and say, ooh, I think that Jennifer Ruth Green might indeed have a point. 
Jennifer Ruth Green has a reason to be bothered, to be upset, to be disgusted. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the headlines right now at nwi.com. Uh, Nothing. Nothing about it. Take a look at the news section right here. Latest headlines. Nothing. Nothing about it. Taking a look at the state and the regional. Nothing about it. The local news. Nothing about it. Silence. Silence. She serves her country. Her records are leaked and there's silence. I won't even discuss my beloved Indianapolis, the region in which I live, and how that media apparatchik won't pay attention to this story at all. The failure on failure on failure of news directors and anchors. No one will bring this up. No one will discuss it. Just me, huh? Just me. Okay. Except it's not okay. You see, if Jennifer Ruth Green were a Democrat, this is all we'd be hearing about. How a black woman's military records were leaked to disparage her, to discredit her. You know, if she wins, she'll be the first, uh, not the first, but she will be the only black uh, female Republican in the House of Representatives. I thought that would be historic. Don't they use historic for everything, everywhere? Isn't that a conversation that's constantly in our ears? How historic this one is, how historic that one is, how historic Kamala Harris is, how historic... What, this, this, this doesn't count? Because she's the wrong political party. The media of Indiana should be honest. She's a Republican, so you don't give a damn what happens to her. You don't care how she's disparaged. You don't care how she's hurt. You don't even give a good holy crap that she was sexually assaulted. Why don't you just admit it? Because she's a Republican, you don't have any ethics. You don't have any standards. Just say the words. You are worthless, partisan garbage. Whether you're one of the newspapers, whether you're one of the news outlets, TV outlets, partisan garbage. But let's say you're not. Let's go the other way with it. Let's say you're not. Then the question must be, why is this story not being discussed? Why is there not a microphone in the face of the author who lives not too far away from you? Why are there not questions to Politico? How is it possible there is not a microphone in the face of Congressman Mervan? What did you know and when did you know it? Let's say you're not garbage. Let's say you care. Why does the story not matter to you? Why over at NWI.com do I know about Prince Harry's memoir, but I don't have anything about Jennifer Ruth Green and her leaked military records and how an investigation must happen and how Politico possibly obtained these documents, possibly illegally, certainly lying to the rest of us? 
Why shouldn't there be an investigation, if anything, just to prove Tony Katz wrong and shut his fat mouth up? But no. No. That's not happening. Thus, I am left with the first part of my argument. You don't give a damn because Jennifer Ruth Green is a a Republican. You don't care about women getting elected to Congress. You care about Democrat women getting elected to Congress. You don't care about black women being elected to Congress. You care about Democratic black women being elected to Congress. You looked at Jennifer Ruth Green and you decided she wasn't worth it. Screw her. She probably deserves it. Is this conversation too hard for you? Well, I want you to know, media of Indiana... I'm holding back because on this subject and on this story, you want to talk to me nose to nose. There is no word I won't use the words that will insult my stations and put them in jeopardy. I have too much respect for them. So yeah, I'm holding back, but you, we see you for exactly what you are. The people of the 1st District, I hope, vote for Jennifer Ruth Green. I'm Tony Katz. The Guatemalan Interior Minister, Napoleon Barrientos, who I didn't know there was even such a position until I read the story, says that the United States should get ready for large caravans of migrants who will try to get into the United States. This is the Daily Caller News Foundation with the story. Uh, It is the belief now with the midterms that, oh, uh, immigration policy in the United States might change. Oh, it might become more difficult to get into the United States. Therefore, we have to make this happen now, now, now. So get ready over the next couple of months to see caravans coming into the United States. Attempted to come to the United States. Of course, with this administration, they'll be able to make it. Nearly 2.4 million contacts uh, that were made, never mind the gotaways that took place at the border. 98 people on uh, the terrorist watch list, the FBI watch list, apprehended. No, no, the border's fine. It's all just fine. You're just, you're just being silly. You're just, you're just a, you're just, you know, fear mongering. We have a border problem and an administration that won't do anything about it. I'm Tony Katz and this is Tony Katz Today. Did you see that the New York Post got hacked? Holy cow. This is... It's so objectionable. I I will admit I laughed out loud at some of them, but I I, I don't know what kind of damage this does. I don't know exactly. Like, like, do you have to actually go start apologizing to people? You, you got to see it. It'll be in your social media feeds. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today eight three three got Tony. I'm in the mood. Talk to me eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. This happened on Twitter. Someone hacked the Twitter account. So there were simple ones, like the New York Post saying from Christopher Rufo, 
who talks education issues, we must destroy and imprison union teachers. All right, wait a second. That that did not happen. That's about as tame as it can go. Because after that, it just got real bad. Like, four-letter, five-letter word bad. Like, sexual innuendo bad. I, I won't lie. I read some of them, and I was like, oh, my God, to have thought of some of these. Like, people have free time. I always get asked, Tony, when do you sleep? I get asked that question now so often, so often. It, uh, it, 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 maybe if you guys would stop asking the question, I'd get some rest. Um, but I don't have this kind of time. I, I don't have this kind of time at all. Somebody thought of these things. I mean, they're, they're just downright, fil- downright filthy. Did I mention filthy? Filthy. And I won't lie. Some of them were so shocking, I laughed. Holy, holy Macau. That, and so, so the question. So, the, the, of course, the New York Post is is out there saying, uh, "Oh, oh my goodness gracious, um, uh, this 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 was a a hack." We uh, our investigation indicates that the unauthorized conduct was committed by an employee, and the employee has been terminated. This morning, we immediately removed the vile and reprehensible content from our website and social media accounts. So they got hacked, and. They believe they they can prove it that it was this this former employee. I mean, there were things there about uh, the the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, about Representative Casa Cortez, about the New York governor, or, uh, um, Kathy Hochul. So a uh, Hochul rep says the New York Post has long fostered an ugly, toxic conversation on their front pages and social accounts, but these posts are more disgusting and vile than usual. The New York Post needs to immediately explain how this reprehensible content was made public. While the Post made its preferences very clear in the New York governor's race, there is no room for this violent, sexist rhetoric in our politics. We demand answers. I, you know, hacks do happen, and I, I don't want to jinx myself like, hey, I haven't been hacked. And then the next thing you know, there, there, there I am. Somebody's got my stuff. You know. Uh, it, it's it, I, I don't quite know how you prove it. it. And this is my question. Exactly how damaging is it? Because somebody is going to listen to this from the Hochul teams. I can't believe the New York Post did this. And then there'll be never any follow-up to it. And that's, and that's the horror show. There's never any follow-up to it. Follow-up would be very, very, oh, the, oh so that's what we thought happened. Here's what actually happens. Okay, all right. See, that would... That's that's how rational people should go about things. And rational people, well, that's what we don't have enough of. Except for Elena Kagan. I'm sorry, Tony. Did you just say Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan is rational? Hey, phrase it. What? What? She did something that's going to very much upset the political left. For example, she blocked the January 6th committee. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Uh, It's pretty uh, interesting. 
the 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 committee wanted the phone records of uh, Kelly Ward. Kelly Ward is the chair chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. And it was Elena Kagan who handles things out of, of that district, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, who said, no. Kelly Ward got this win who temporarily temporarily blocked enforcement of a subpoena from the House January 6th committee seeking her phone records. So it was the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that supported an earlier lower court ruling that rejected Ward's argument to block the subpoena. She said in court filings that the subpoena violates her right to freedom of association under the First Amendment of the Constitution. So Kagan now gets this as the justice who oversees that district and says, no, you can't have it. We're going to block the subpoena. Which now leads to, okay, Supreme Court now takes this up. What happens when the Supreme Court takes this up? I mean, that you're you're opening up an incredible opportunity here. Because of what purpose does one need these records? There is little to suggest, wrote the Ninth Circuit, that disclosing Ward's phone records to the committee will affect protected associational activity. This subpoena does not target any organization or association. But phone records can be leaked. And the phone records being leaked, doesn't she have a right to privacy? Am I supposed to trust the January 6th committee? I wouldn't trust any member of the January 6th committee. Now, we're already taking a look at what's going on with with Senator Lindsey Graham. Their justices are questioning or looking at whether he has to answer questions from a special grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia. That's taking a look at efforts by Trump to overturn state election results there to the extent that he did. That's a different that's a different subject. This one I think is kind of fascinating. A committee that is purely political. The government wants access to your phone records to see who you spoke to and when regarding their thing. But they could notice, hey, that phone number is with this group. Leak leak leak. Now what does that do to you? Isn't she allowed to have Relationships? Well, if she's not embarrassed by the relationship, it shouldn't matter. That weird thought process. It's the same weird thought process as, you know, innocent people don't need the Fifth Amendment. Do you know the level of ignorant you are if you believe that? The Fifth Amendment, uh, the right uh, against self-incrimination. You have said, or you want to charge me with a crime. You say I've been done something wrong. You prove it. I don't have to make your case easier. I don't have to, to you know, testify against myself. The right against self-incrimination is pretty fantastic. Very, very different. And you can understand how um, people who are power hungry hate it. You should be forced to do what it is they want you to do. Or say what it is they want you to say. Or have done what it is they say you've done. 
through any mechanism they can. They hate the idea. Hate it that you might be able to have rights. Oh, I think this is a good one. I think this one is a doozy right there. I like it. I also had some. I said I had two. I said I had two stories. I I should get to it. CNN, through Chris Licht, who is the new CEO of CNN, L-I-C-H-T, has stated that there will be unsettling changes that will affect people, budgets, and projects at CNN by the end of 2022. Well, it's a sunny day. That, that is not necessary. You don't, you don't have to gloat that a bunch of CNNers are going to probably be fired. That's, that is not cool. That's a little funny, but it's not cool, man. Nobody owes you a job. And the job, uh, the, uh, the, 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 what we're seeing from CNN doesn't look like you're doing a good job anyway. Doesn't look like you're doing a, a good job anyway. And yet the people at CNN, like the people at Twitter are like, no, no, no. You have to guarantee us a job. You have to, you have to tell us we're doing good work. We're not going anywhere. You don't have the right to fire us. This, this you're, you're not in charge of anything. This isn't over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Uh, he's got a good point. Made a great senator, too. I have spent the last six months, writes Licht, meeting so many of you and diving deep into every corner of the company to understand how you do the incredible work CNN produces every day, how we're structured, and defining our top priorities. As many of you know... I have also spent much of that time doing formal business reviews with senior staff to identify areas where we should make changes, investments, and reductions to match our future priorities. Isn't it possible that the CNN that they had simply wasn't valuable? This will be the first year in quite a few that they've made less than a billion dollars off CNN. And you can argue, well, that's because the programming is just awful. And I'm not saying no. But the amount of disconnect from CNN and their audience, or or a desired audience, right? They don't have the desired audience. They have a radical audience. And Lick's job is to change that, to find a new way forward. We have also begun to reduce or eliminate areas that aren't core to our mission. All these moves are designed to keep CNN essential cross platforms to ensure that wherever and however people get their news, they must have CNN. There is a lot more to be done, he writes. I am writing to you today to say that over the next several weeks, that work will accelerate. There is widespread concern over the global economic outlook, and we must factor that risk into our long-term planning. All this together will mean noticeable change to this organization. That, by definition, is unsettling. These changes will not be easy because they will affect people, budgets, and projects. If you want to say, well, it's the global recession, and that's why we're, we're getting ahead of this thing, you know what, Chris? Cool by me. Cool by me. 
But you and I both know that ain't the reason. That is not the reason you moved Don Lemon to mornings. Ew, David. By the way, I think mornings are fantastic. But it's not the reason you moved him. It's not the reason you got rid of Brian Stelter. It's because they don't create good content. So the real question for CNN, in order to gather an audience, is what to them in a rethink is good content? So ask yourself, you're now in this position to engage the programming side of CNN. Well, we need more conservative talk. Well, there's a question. Do we? Straight conservative, only conservative? Conservative how? Conservative Jonah Goldberg or conservative uh, QAnon? I mean, it's, it's a question. What is your place? What is your space? We're not talking about how you feel. We're asking a question about how you program to a slice of America that is wide enough to build you out value, to build you out profit, to build you out a future. That's different. That's a different question. Are, are, you, are you programming to your ideology or are you programming to your pocketbook? Which one are you doing? These are the kinds of questions that programmers, whether it be TV, radio, or anywhere else, ask themselves every single day. How do you go about this? This is the part that I'm fascinated by. What is it that Chris Licht is actually trying to accomplish? What are the pieces that go into play? Do I believe it's the three-person morning show they're creating with with uh, Don Lemon and, and Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins? No, I don't actually believe that. Do I believe it's Jake Tapper to 9 p.m.? No. I believe Jake Tapper so ruined his own brand, there is not a future. That's my take. And now a little bit of that is personal. I'm disgusted with Jake Tapper. He didn't have to be this guy. He chose this. Is Anderson Cooper still a part of that? I don't know. Maybe. What is it? This is the fascinating part. And how they have gotten rid of parts of their CNN audio and got rid of CNN Plus and not doing this. What is it? You brought over Chris Wallace. Is that the future? Well, the fact that you stuck him on some streaming, whatever it is, makes me think, no, it's not. Uh, for For the record, full disclosure, I have not gotten a call from CNN. And even if I did, I am not leaving Indiana. So if they want to do the show from here, we're cool. I'm in. But what is it that they're looking for? That's the question. And I don't have the slightest answer yet. I'm Tony Katz. You have just said that there are no plans to adjust the economic team after the midterms. So I just want to ask in a follow-up. Can the administration then say when Americans can expect to feel relief from inflation? Is there a date they can look to? So um, I will let the experts speak to that. I'm not going to get into uh, into what when when that's going to occur, right? But we have seen some relief uh, over the past several months. Uh, we understand there is there's more work to be done. Well, thank goodness you understand, cringe Jean Pierre. Thank goodness you understand. Whew, we were worried.
You understand, like John Fetterman understands, that his flip-flop on fracking is obvious as the day is long. I absolutely would support fracking, and, and, and I have. And, and you know, it, I have at times have had concerns about environmental issues as well, too. Uh, and, they, for example, they were, they were uh, putting the, the, the producing uh, water you know, into the rivers, and they weren't having the, the, the appropriate levels of, of treatments. And, and now the, and the, the laws have changed, you know, I believe that, that I think it was an important change. And again, he opposed fracking. He's always opposed fracking. He's lying to make sure he wins. You see, his cognition is off. His ability to understand the questions is off. But his ability to lie, that's solid. No wonder progressives don't think anything's wrong with him. TonyCats.locals.com. You should check out what I've got going on over there. This is Tony Katz today.